Hey y'all, welcome back to another Happy Minds podcast episode. I hope you are doing swell and swag in your little life. And if you clicked on this episode specifically, then maybe you're going through like a rough rough patch maybe. Maybe you want to get in touch more with yourself and become more intuitive with your emotions and like your spiritual side and all that good stuff. So we will get all into that because today's podcast episode is about how to protect your energy. And I want to specifically touch on like a healing journey of your spiritual and emotional health um, because so there are eight dimension of, dimensions of wellness and part of those eight dimensions are our spiritual and our emotional health and the things with these eight dimensions of wellness is that when one is out of whack so to say then the others will also kind of domino effect and feel that wackiness I guess we should say <laughs> and so that's why I want to focus mainly on our spiritual and emotional healing and I want to focus on these two together specifically because I feel like when we can get in touch with our more spiritual intuitive side of ourselves then we are better able to be self-aware and acknowledge our emotions a little better and be more comforting to our emotions as well as if we are listening to our emotions more and letting our emotions just be and being more self-aware of how we are actually feeling in certain situations and stuff, then that will also domino effect into our spiritual wellness because it'll allow us to be more comfortable with ourselves and more open to experiencing new things and open to a new mindset and perspective of life because we will be able to think clearly and all that good stuff. So to get right into it, The first thing I want to touch on to protect your energy because, okay, before we get into it, actually, let me talk a little more about your energy. So our bodies, like humans, are just naturally made up of energy. And when our emotions, for example, get so bottled up inside us, then this is going to start showing in our physical health. Because like I said, in the eight dimensions of wellness, if one thing is off, then it's going to throw other things out of whack too. So if we are bottling up our emotions and these emotions are weighing us down after not letting them out and feeling them and healing from them and stuff, then we're going to start feeling this physically. We're going to maybe not be able to sleep. Maybe we're going to be sleeping too much. Maybe we're not going to be motivated. Maybe we're going to be more stressed or quick-tempered and have drastic changes in our appetite or mood or whatever it is. So when our emotions are out of whack, then this can take a hold of us physically. And so all of this is just energy. Emotions are energy, right? Um, our body, like it's just energy. All we are is just a ball of energy. So where we place our attention is where we place our energy. And I'm going to talk about this a little later in the podcast as well. So when we are not focusing our attention on feeling these emotions and healing these emotions, then we are not giving attention to our most internal self and our most true self and our most authentic self. And we're not living through our mind. We are living on autopilot through our body. So our at that point, our body will kind of be taking a hold of our mind rather than letting our mind take a hold of our body and our reality. Because at the end of the day, our reality is all a reflection of what's going on in our mind. What we choose to believe is going to be what we perceive into our reality. So this is why it's so important to protect our energy and protect the space that is our mind because our mind perceives our entire reality. So 
when something is not right in the head or we are not in the right state of mind, it's going to be 10 times harder to perform daily tasks at 100%. It's going to be 10 times harder to form healthy relationships with other people. It's going to be 10 times harder to reach the goals that we want to achieve and all of that stuff. So it's just super important to protect yourself and prioritize taking care of yourself. And we are going to talk about that today, specifically with spiritual and emotional healing and health factors. So the first thing I want to talk about to protect your energy, don't stay where you are not happy. It sounds so simple, but honestly, it can be a little challenging because what gets in the way is we don't want to hurt other people. We don't want to ruin other people's assumptions of us or from my personal experience, I was in an unhappy relationship and I was too scared to leave because I didn't know what was going to come from it. And on top of that, I was so worried about what other people were going to think because everybody had this picture perfect idea of me in this relationship and my relationship as a whole that I did not want to ruin their perspective of me or that relationship in a way. And I did not want to feel like I was hurting other people for me leaving this relationship or whatever it was but at the end of the day like I wasn't protecting myself I was protecting other people and it's okay to protect other people but when it's at the cost of your peace and it's at the cost of your own happiness and your desire in life then it's not going to be beneficial to you at the end of the day and not even just with relationships but in environments that are not serving you like leave whether that's a job that you're unhappy in um if you're unhappy in a job then you need to find somewhere that you can actually put your energy and make use out of it because we don't want to just be putting our energy endlessly in these things that are not serving us or in these things that are only bringing more bad days than good days because it's going to damage us at the end of the day, emotionally and spiritually and mentally and essentially physically as well. And so if you're in a job that's not making you happy, definitely get up and leave because find something that will make you happy because also our careers are such a big part of our life and a big portion of our lifestyle. So our career is surrounds us a lot in our life and it kind of shapes helps shape who we are and stuff. So because it's such a big portion, it has a huge impact on our mental and emotional health. So it's important that once you're not happy in that job or career or whatever, then you need to find somewhere that you will be happy. I always like to think that your job should always feel like a vacation because you enjoy it so much. I feel like that's a really good motto to kind of live by and that's what I'm living by and that's what my sole purpose is when it comes to finding or creating a career of my own. It's that I want it to be something that I am so happy doing this that it doesn't even feel like a job because I genuinely just enjoy doing it and I feel like that's so important. And also when it comes to to not staying where you are not happy, this also goes with like outside activities. Like sometimes you can be in like, I don't know, and like an adult sports league or whatever, or maybe in a club at school or just like an extracurricular or whatever it is. If you're not happy in that, it doesn't matter what other people are saying. It doesn't matter what other people are telling you you need to do. If you're not happy, don't do it. If you feel like maybe you need to be in like this club or outside activity because it will get you to this place or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If it's not making you happy, then 
it's not serving you in the best ways. And that's what you need to acknowledge at the end of the day is, am I happy right now? Am I happy doing this? Does this bring me joy at all? Does this bring me peace or is it costing me my peace? And those are just questions that you need to be asking yourself. And when it comes to environments, it also includes friend groups and the groups of people that we hang around and the groups of people that we spend most of our time with. Because these groups of people are going to be a huge impact on us because that another piece of our wellness is our social wellness. And this is our ability to make relationships with others, healthy relationships with others, and communicate efficiently with others and all that good stuff. And being able to know when you are in a place that is best for your health and when you're in a place that is not best for your health. So if you are not happy in a friendship or in a friend group, or this friend group has different values for you and you guys can't like come together to kind of agree to disagree in a way. If it if your different values are getting in the way, then it's going to essentially end up affecting you and your emotional health and your ability to be your most authentic self because their ideas might start like seeping into yours and you might lose your sense of like self-worth and you might lack a little confidence because maybe you're not feeling confident in being your true self because this friend group that you're in has completely different values than you and all this stuff and that's all just going to bounce back and affect your emotional and health and all your other areas of wellness as well so it's important that when you're in environments that you are not happy, you need to find a way to either change something in that environment by communicating or just making other changes within it to better serve you, or you walk away and find an environment that is going to bring you peace, that is going to bring you happiness, that is going to make you feel fulfilled and satisfied. Because like I always say on the podcast, at the end of the day, we don't know how much longer we have of our on our like of our lives. So it's important to always take account our happiness and how we are feeling about certain things and how certain things are making us feeling be- feel because we don't know how much longer we have at the end of the day. And we want to live a life that's satisfying and fulfilling and that suits our most authentic selves best. And also, if a place makes you uncomfortable in a way that is not serving you, don't force yourself to remain. And Sometimes being uncomfortable is good because it gets us out of our comfort zone, but you know what I'm talking about when you are feeling a bad uncomfortable in an environment. I know that I was pretty uncomfortable in the last relationship I was in, but I still stayed because my uncomfortability made this person happy, and I was so focused on people-pleasing and making this person happy that I wasn't even thinking about how I was feeling and how I don't really like this and how... I need to be in a relationship with someone who actually values my comfortability and actually respects my beliefs and ways of living and all that good stuff. And so when you are uncomfortable in an environment or with people or with a person, you need to step back. You can't protect yourself, protect your energy, protect your mind. Don't put yourself in a place where you are going to be a bad uncomfortable. If it's just getting out of your comfort zone and just getting past this brick wall so that you can, I don't know, thrive and grow because it's just getting out of your comfort zone, then totally do it. But when it comes to like actually being uncomfortable, like a bad uncomfortable, I hope this makes sense because it's good. Like people always say like, oh, like the first step out of your comfort zone is like uncomfortability or like whatever. And... I hope this makes sense because 
obviously to get out of your comfort zone, you have to be like uncomfortable. You're going to have to feel uncomfortable, but there's a bad uncomfortability. There, there is a negative side to uncomfortability and you, you'll know it. You'll feel it that this doesn't feel good there. Then you'll know at that point by listening to your intuition and your gut feelings that that's not right for you. And we're going to, this is where your spiritual health comes in a little more by being intuitive and listening to your gut feelings and listening to these signs that you were seeing in your life and all that good stuff. And we're going to talk about that a lot later, but enough with talking about like environments and places. But when it comes to specifically relationships and friendships that do not bring out your best self, walk away, leave. They're not going to help you at the end of the day. If they're only bringing you more bad days than good days, if they are not making you feel good about yourself, then they are not serving you in any good way at all you need to be surrounded by people that are going to build you up you need to be surrounded by people who want to see you grow and thrive and you need to be surrounded by people who know your worth and know your value and don't want you to forget your worth and your value as well and that's super important if you're like like i've been saying um if you're having more bad days than good days take that as a sign that you're they are not meant to be in your life then choose yourself and choose to protect your energy and a little side note A person does not have to be toxic for them to not be someone who is meant to be in your life. Two people or a group of people can simply just knock it along or match in a way that allows for each individual to grow and feel happy. So just because you are not meant to have someone in your life, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are toxic or unhealthy or a bad person or whatever. It could just be that you guys don't get along and your energies just don't match up or there's just something that's just, there's not a vibe there, you know what I mean? And that's totally okay. But it's still, even if you don't feel a vibe with this person, don't waste your time, don't waste your energy on something that you don't feel so 100% about, that you don't feel super content about or comfortable with and all that stuff. Walk away from what is not making you happy. Once you are not happy in an environment or with a group of people, walk away because your happiness is or should be the number one priority in your life. And also, when it comes to, like, doing someone a favor, and this is where we're going to get into, like, saying no and allowing yourself to say no and thinking before you say yes to someone. When someone asks you to do a favor or do something for them or whatever it is, think before you automatically say yes. Be careful when you make immediate promises because you have to take in account how much energy do you have? Can you do this favor and still have enough energy for yourself? Will it take you off track of your goals, self-care plans, or responsibilities? If so, is it worth it? Like seriously, is it worth it? It's important before we immediately say yes to, oh yes, I can do that for you, or oh yes, I'll do this right now, or oh yes, I promise that I'll be able to be there, or whatever it is. Take into account how much energy do you have? Like look up your look at your battery level. Do you have enough to do this thing and also do this thing? Compare it to a phone. So say your phone is at like 10% and you're in a you're at a boring event and you're like, "Mm, I'm going to need my phone to call a ride to pick me up, but I'm also bored. So I want to watch a movie on my phone. Will I have enough energy on my phone to watch a movie 
and also call for a ride home. Does that make sense? So before you say yes to doing someone a favor, before you promise something to someone, check your energy level and see, do I have enough energy to give this person what they need, but also protect myself and give myself what I need. So just focus on that. And then also when it comes to doing someone a favor, is it going to go, are you going to have to go way out of your way to do this favor? And if so, is it really worth it? Like, is it going to take you off track of your goals? Did you have plans to kind of have a self-care day and now it's going to take you away from that? Like, figure out what's more important. Do you need to boost your energy levels or do you need to do this favor? Because also, you are not responsible for another person's, like, life, essentially. So you're allowed to say no. And this, I want to, I really wanted to focus on this, that you are allowed to say no. When your energy battery is low and friends ask you to go out or whatever, it's okay to say no. It's okay to put yourself first. Someone asks you for a favor, you don't have the emotional or physical capacity to do it, you're allowed to say no. You're allowed to tell them, hey, I'm not really up for this. I'm not emotionally capable of doing this right now. I'm not physically capable of doing this right now. Like, I'm sorry. Because you're, if they love you, because if they love you, they would rather you take care of yourself. And if they are getting mad at you for choosing yourself and taking care of yourself, then communicate that with them. Be like, hey, I'm just trying to look after myself so that I'm able to give you 100% when I'm at 100%. And if they don't understand that, then you guys aren't on the same level and you're kind of growing at different paths. So maybe you should walk away. And find more people that will understand that and that will match your vibe and your energy and your mindset. And how that person reacts to you saying no, it's not your fault at all. How You are not responsible for how other people react. You're not responsible for someone getting mad at you saying no. You're not responsible for someone being sad that you can't do something, whatever it is. That's how they're choosing to react. All you're doing is taking care of yourself so that eventually down the road you don't burn yourself out so that you are still able to give your 100% effort, attention, and love to other people as well. So you're doing the best you can for yourself, which will eventually domino effect into doing the best you can for other people and for your life and for the community and all that good stuff so how another person reacts to your actions to you choosing to take care of yourself to you choosing your peace and happiness is not your fault you should not feel guilty for how another person is reaction reacting to your choices at the end of the day your life is your life they can't do anything about it and you are under your control you can do whatever you want and you can choose to take care of yourself or you can choose to ignore your feelings and ignore the fact that you need more energy and ignore the fact that you are not feeling good and whatnot so another thing i wanted to point out to protect your energy a little more is to stand up for yourself and by standing up for yourself i don't mean to start cussing someone out or start yelling at someone or whatever it is i don't mean this in a negative nancy aspect i just mean that if you don't like how someone is treating you 
don't allow yourself to be treated like that. And like I said, don't yell. Don't make a whole fuss about it. Just communicate efficiently and effectively in a way that is calm and in a way that is clear so that that other person can fully understand where you are coming from and what is going on. And if this means that you take a step back because you're angry in the moment, so you take a step back, give yourself a few minutes to recoup, maybe a day or so to recoup, and then you go back and tell this person, hey, I don't like how you treat me this way, then so be it. That's how you'll do it, whatever it is. But as long as you just don't let someone treat you in a way that you do not want to be treated. We are constantly reinforcing people on their behaviors towards us. So if someone tells me a joke and I don't like what the joke is about or whatever it is, if I just laugh it off and pretend like it never happened, that person is going to acknowledge the fact that you laughed at that but didn't say anything about it, so they're going to think it's fine. They're going to think it's completely fine. But if you said, hey, I didn't really like that, then they're going to be like, oh, they're going to remember that. They're going to be like, oh, okay, she didn't like that kind of joke. Maybe she won't like this kind of joke, so maybe I'll just not tell these jokes anymore, whatever it is. Or... If someone is saying something about you and you don't like what they're saying and maybe they're pointing out kind of an insecurity or something that you're vulnerable about, then stand up for yourself. Don't just let them continue pointing that thing out because if you just let them continue pointing that thing out, then they're just going to keep doing that. But if you say like, hey, I don't really like you talking about that or hey, can we talk about something else? I don't want to talk about this or whatever it is, then if they are your true friend and they are someone who actually loves you, then they will understand that and they will remember that and they will not treat you that same way again or they will not talk to you about the same thing again if they are not meant to be in your life if they are not someone who loves you wholeheartedly then they will not care to be honest what you have to say and at that point you just walk away at that point you stop giving your energy to that person and you walk away because your energy is too sacred to be giving to people who are just not acknowledging your worth and who are not deserving of you because you are awesome by the way and so another thing I wanted to talk about to protect your energy is to get in touch with yourself on a more spiritual level and this is going to be like a fun little conversation we're about to have right now about our spiritual health and I have recently gotten more into my spiritual side of myself and let me tell you I've honestly loved it it's very fun it's new it's a good experience but it's helped me be more in tune with myself and I'm so more intuitive and I pay more attention to the signs of the universe and my gut feelings and my where my energy kind of automatically or strongly directs itself like I pay attention to all these little things now because I'm so in tune with myself because I've been practicing so much on my spiritual health and my emotional health as well so so getting in touch with yourself on a more spiritual level so to do this try designing stress relieving self-care acts accustomed to you and this may take practice to learn what is best for you and to be honest what's best for you will all can always change daily monthly or yearly so this is why i don't really like having like a morning routine or like a night routine or just a daily routine in general because our energy is constantly moving and shifting and changing and whatnot so every day will not be the same some days i'll want to do this first some days i want to do this last some days i won't want to do this at all so the routine is always different every day and i always say that the best routine is the one where you you wake up 
and you say, how am I feeling today? What am I capable of doing today? What order do I want to do things in that will put me in the best mood that I can be in? And so I feel like that's the best routine is just self-awareness and just being mindful of yourself and your energy and your body and your emotions and your headspace and all that good stuff. So to get in touch with your spiritual side, you can connect with life through nature. So I have been recently walking barefoot more because I feel it's a good way to kind of ground yourself and get more in touch with life and be more um, at peace. And honestly, walking around barefoot also kind of heals my inner child in a sense. So I really enjoy that. And it just brings a lot of peace and self-awareness to me because I'm feeling the ground on my feet and all that sort of stuff. So I'm not telling you to like walk barefoot everywhere you go, but I don't know. It's, it's an idea that you could try if you like. I don't walk barefoot everywhere, but if I'm having a picnic at the park, then I'll leave my shoes in the car and then I'll walk to the grass like with my shoes in the car and then just have my picnic and stuff like that. Or if I'm going to the beach, then I'll leave my shoes in the car and just walk to the beach barefoot or whatever it is. Sometimes if I walk to my friend's house, who is also my neighbor, I will walk barefoot because she's my neighbor and not that far. So it's just easy to do so. But so that's one way that you can kind of get in touch more with nature and life and feel nature's energy a little more and get more in tune with the universe and all that good stuff. But you can also just be outside, maybe do yoga, like a mind body connection as long as well as being connected and grounded to the floor. So connecting with life through nature is all just about being grounded and feeling centered and feeling like you are on the right path no matter what. And that's why I feel spiritual health is really important because it keeps you grounded. It keeps you centered. And this could lower your anxiety. This could lower your depression. This could make you feel less stressed. This could help you have a clearer mind so that you can be more creative and experience new things and have new perspectives and just be open to life and also open to love and accepting love, giving love, accepting gratitude under like acknowledging what you're grateful for and all that stuff and so spiritual health is really important to focus on so to continue with spiritual health and connecting with life through nature you can also just walk around go for some walks every so often I'm not saying go walking every single day but every so often you can just take a walk outside maybe have a picnic at the park at the beach at outside in your front yard in your backyard whatever it is just connecting with the grass the ground the towel on the grass if you're allergic to grass <laughs> whatever it is or just doing anything outside like reading eating journaling listening to music doing your work stuff outside sometimes I like to proofread my podcast episodes outside because I know that I don't necessarily need wi-fi to do that because I can do it from my phone so I can just be outside and enjoy nature and get that vitamin d while I'm also working on my stuff and it's just like it goes hand in hand and it's awesome and another way that you can connect with your spiritual health is connecting with life's energy through deep internally focused practices so this is more this is more of a self-awareness and focused way of connecting with the spiritual health. So this will involve like meditation or prayer or affirmations or tarot cards and, and even yoga still because yoga can be a very um, peaceful way to concentrate and also focus on that mind-body connection and also focus on that mind-body connection to the floor and being grounded and all that stuff. So Or other movements that focus heavily on self and being and just 
being alive and feeling the energy within your body and feeling your the power of your mind and energy and spirit and all that good stuff so connect with life energetically so you are able to put more trust into life's plans for you especially when challenges occur it's when challenges occur that we need to focus spiritually on the idea that life is always serving us for the sake of growth and opportunity life gives us what we are ready for no matter the experience and it could be it could feel like we are in such a dark time of our life and that nothing is going correctly but if it was supposed to happen it would have life gives us exactly what we are ready for we attract what we are ready for because life is always working for us and life is always thinking about us in the best ways and all that good stuff also when you are getting more in tune with your energy then you are better able to be self-aware, which will also help protect your energy. And when you build that self-awareness from these little practices that you do, you will be guided in improving your emotional health as well. And this is because you're going to feel more comfortable with yourself. You're going to feel more vulnerable with yourself. You're going to feel more connected to yourself and more in tune with yourself. So you're going to be more in tune with your emotions and your feelings and this is when you need to not close the door on your feelings when you have them and let yourself feel when you need to feel. Don't bottle up your emotions. Give yourself a time and space for feeling emotions so they don't just pile up and weigh you down. And when I say a time and space, I mean, if you have like a busy schedule, then that day plan out, okay, from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., I'm just going to have that time period to cry, to rant, to punch my pillow, to do whatever the hell that I need to do to get out this, this, this emotional energy that I'm feeling, this emotional energy that is running through my body right now so that I can get rid of this negative kind of toxic energy and embrace more grateful, appreciative and positive energy when it comes to emotions think about this think about think about emotions like blankets in a basket so when we are feeling an emotion and we bottle it up it's similar to taking a blanket and instead of folding it we just toss bundle it up and toss it into the basket and the thing is, the more blankets that we bundle up and toss into the basket, the less blankets that we're going to be able to fit into the basket, right? Because it's just going to be bottled up and not folded. And so when we are feeling emotions or having thoughts that lead to feelings and we are just bottling them up, that basket is going to overfill. And when it overfills, we're not going to be able to hold in any more emotions. And this is where we are going to kind of explode a bit. And our energy is kind of going to go everywhere. We're going to get stressed. We're going to have mood changes. We're going to have be quick-tempered. And we're going to be anxious or maybe get depressed and all this stuff because we're not going to have room to fit in all of these emotions, both good and bad. And so it's when we take those blankets out, we take those emotions out, and we acknowledge them, we fold them up, and then we put them back into the basket, and now there's more room for more emotions to hold, and room for more healing, and room for more growth, and room for more love into our life, and gratitude into our life, and more positivity into our life, and all that good stuff. So I hope that analogy makes sense, because I really like that analogy, honestly. I feel like it's kind of cool and it's different and it's kind of funny too because blankets what and, and so anyway I, I hope you like that analogy but 
when we're on the topic of emotions and thoughts and stuff, another way that you need to protect your energy is by monitoring your thoughts. Because like I said earlier, where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So think of your thoughts like little salesmen, like door salesmen. When a door salesman comes to your house, you can either answer the door and buy into what they are saying, or you cannot answer the door and ignore them and let them go on with their life. Or you can answer the door and be like, hey, I'm not interested in this and let them go off and do their thing. So the same thing you can do with your thoughts. When you have like a negative thought pop into your head, then you can look at that thought and say, do I want to buy into this thought? Or do I want to let this thought go and buy into something that's more beneficial to me? Buy into something that will give me more hope or make me feel better about myself. So it's your choice because at the end of the day, it's all up to you. What you choose to believe in will be your reality. So what you choose, what thoughts you choose to buy into will be the thoughts that you believe in your reality and that will manifest into your reality and your energy as well because the more negative thoughts that we buy into and believe to be true that more the more those thoughts are going to turn into feelings which are going to turn into emotions which will turn into energy and that emotional energy will just carry on to us and seep out physically and we'll be stressed we'll be unmotivated we'll be sad anxious whatever it is and it's just not going to be a good time you know so we need to acknowledge that monitor our thoughts we need to let our emotions happen feel them heal them fold them back up put them back into the basket all neat and nicely so that we can think clearly and grow and be open to new experiences in life and good energy that serves us best so also be mindful of what you are feeding your brain and I'm now talking about like social media so I used to follow a lot of social media accounts that would piss me off but I would still follow them and this is why I don't watch the news either because the news can be so negative that I'm just like I don't want to hear this there's so many Although there are negative things going on in the world, there's still positive things going on in the world that we could it could acknowledge, but the news just doesn't really acknowledge those good things, you know? So it just acknowledges more negative than positive from my perspective and point of view. So I like to not really look at the news, and I don't like to feed my brain stuff that is not going to serve me best. Like, for example, personal example, I used to have a hard time with under eating or eating enough because I was worried about how many calories I was going to eat and what I was doing was I was feeding myself these social media accounts that would be super strict on how many calories you ate and all this and that and I would be a uh, draw my attention to how many calories are on this snack box or whatever it is and because I was drawing my attention there that was that energy was seeping into my reality and it was not serving me in the best ways and so once I unfollowed those accounts and started following accounts that were appreciative of there being no bad foods and just eating when you feel hungry and just eating when you feel satisfied and happy, then I was actually able to connect with myself more and see myself and meet myself on a happier, more positive, uplifting level. So unfollow social media accounts that you look at and you start comparing yourself to, that you look at and you start feeling bad about yourself. 
like unfollow these accounts that are not bringing you good energy and then find accounts that will bring you good energy that will match your vibe and then as soon and then these also some accounts could just be like phases like you could be really into something at one point in your life and the next thing you know it's not serving you anymore so you just unfollow it again you know what it is so like just be be careful what you're feeding yourself and what you're allowing yourself to take in because all of that is just going to be energy that you're adding into your body and whether it be good energy or bad energy it's going to whatever you have more of is going to override and is going to seep into all other areas of your wellness which is your occupational health your physical health your spiritual health emotional health mental health social health intellectual health environmental health all that good stuff so Everything is going to all seep into your other areas of wellness, which is all going to seep into your lifestyle and overall reality at the end of the day. And also, one of the last things I want to talk about is putting your intuition above another's recommendations. When you start protecting your energy more and healing your spiritual and emotional self or building up your spiritual and emotional self, you'll become more intuitive to your energy and your power. When someone is telling you to do one thing, but your gut feelings are saying another, listen to your gut. Don't lead yourself down a path of someone else's desires, values, and dreams. Stay on your path. I remember in one of my ex-relationships, I would have these gut feelings, but then that person would tell me that something else is better for me And I was so manipulated by them that I would listen to them. And I was so not in tune with myself that I would listen to this person's recommendations over my own intuition. Or I would tell them these signs that I'm seeing in my life that are telling me that I am not meant to be with them. And this person would tell me that I can't be listening to those signs. That it's stupid of me to listen to my intuition and my gut feelings and all this and that. And I listened to them. I let them, you know, manipulate me in that way because I didn't have that strong connection with myself like I do now. But now I know to put my intuition above another person's recommendations or judgments or assumptions or whatever it is or their own opinions because your life is yours. Your life isn't theirs. Stay on your path. If you are on your path and they are on their path and all of a sudden your guys' paths don't match up anymore... That's not either of your guys' faults. You guys are just meant to be with each other for that moment in time, and now you're not. And you guys both helped each other grow to a point where you do not need each other anymore and all that good stuff. So just focus on your own intuition. It doesn't matter what anyone else is saying. As long as you're doing what makes you happy, that's what matters at the end of the day. The last thing I want to talk about kind of comes out of left field, but it's about just keeping a clean living space. I feel... That when you have like a clean living area or living environment, then it'll help you think more clearly and it'll help you feel more put together, which will just bring you a bunch of good vibes and good energy into your heart and your mind, your soul. And I feel like that's just so good. Like if you can clean your area, that can just be an addition to these good feelings that you're going to be feeling when you protect your energy and all the other ways that we talked about in this podcast episode. So that's the last thing I want to talk about. Just living in a clean living space I feel could really protect your energy and this could also be like if you want to sage your house which I'm totally I have not done this yet but I have memories in my in places in my house where I'm like I really kind of want to sage it because then it will kind of just my mind will see the sage going around the house and just I'll just believe that this sage is kind of 
clearing out the toxic memories and the toxic energy that was once held here and all that stuff. So if you wanted to maybe sage your house or whatever, or use a humidifier to clear up the air or whatever it is, go ahead and do that. Like that's awesome. Or a diffuser or whatever, essential oils, love, 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 maybe some candles, you know, just get new, new energy, new vibes, new essence in your living area that will make you feel good and all that swag stuff. So that's all that I want to talk to you about today. I absolutely 120% loved recording this episode because I feel like I have been more in touch with my emotional and spiritual self recently in the past like six months I have been really practicing on my emotional health and now focus more on my spiritual health and I feel like it's been such a journey and has honestly been such an uplifting process and I feel that I'm in a good intuitive mindset and that I have really noticed the power that I have over my reality and my life in general so I would extremely encourage you to protect your energy in all these ways that we talked about and focus a lot on your spiritual and emotional health and some of the other ways that we talked about too in this podcast episode so please go ahead and if you like this episode follow happy minds podcast on whatever you're listening to this on go ahead and give it a follow if you enjoyed this podcast episode and if you liked this podcast episode i also have a podcast episode titled how to love yourself and that is just a whole lot of self-love and putting yourself first and taking care of yourself and welcoming love into your life which also is another podcast episode i have called how to welcome love into your life and that is just teaching you to be more open to life and teaching you how to change habits that we do subconsciously into habits that we can do mindfully and that will actually create a great loving positive change in our life so go ahead and check those podcast episodes out and I also have another podcast episode titled Listen to Your Intuition, Trust Your Journey, or something like that. It's called Listen to Your Intuition. And that is another good one to listen to the signs of the universe and your gut feelings over what other people are saying and other people's judgments and all that good stuff. So go ahead and check those ones out. If- oh, and also go ahead and follow Happy Minds Podcast on Instagram so you can get extra updates on when a new podcast comes out and extra little snippets of wellness and lifestyle and mental health things so i hope you are enjoying your morning middle of the day evening whatever you're living right now and always remember to stay smiling